Be'ezes Hashem Yisbarech, we will continue what we are learning in the Holy Letters of the Balatanya, letter number 12. What the Shir is the Shchus Rufuwa Shalema, a Hinda Bastabe Rachel. We are learning letter number 12, which is that the act of charity is peace, and the inner work of charity is which is compassion, which is the essence of suffering with another person and internalizing it and thinking about it and feeling it and living with it, that is hashkeit vavetach, surety and a guarantee forever, which is the, <coughs> the idea of harmony. So the act of charity is peace, and the inner work of charity is harmony, as we explained. We are going deep into this magical concept, which it's magical in the sense that it's miraculous. When one fully meditates and internalizes and integrates the awesome novelty, chiddush, the new idea that the Balatanya conveys with this letter, one's life becomes miraculous. Because we are explaining the secret of marriage, the secret of having peace and harmony in one's home. That means between parents and children. That means between husband and wife. And that means between man and himself, between his soul and his body, between his mind and his heart. That means between man and his home. He should be at peace in his home with no anxiety. And ultimately he should be at harmony with the world with all of his friends, with all people he comes into contact with. And that's what the Balatanya is going to explain over here. The tremendous, awesome secret that there is. And when one, when one understands this, the mere knowledge of it radically transforms a person and how much more so if he puts it into practice. Like the Friedrich Lubavitcher Rebbe wrote to the Rebbe, don't just learn the Torah, but the Torah should teach you. Put it into practice. How much more so if you meditate on it after you put it into practice and you understand what you're doing and you put it into practice until it fills your entire being. If it fills your entire being, that means it's avoid the tzedakah. That means there's no moment in your life that's not riddled with harmony. And do you know how harmonious that is? What does that look like? To be filled with harmony all the time. What does harmony look like? And to understand this, we're going to go deeper into it today. But to understand this, we have to start with the energy of the day. Every single day, as we said in the beginning of the year, Rosh Hashanah is the energy of the year. But today we will bring down a new energy. Today is Erev Sukkot. And the Holy Balatanya and Shulchan Arach actually learned Sukkot different than most. He says that Sukkot, 
the real essence of Sukkot. What is the real meditation? What is the real meditation that you have to share with your children? What is the meditation that you have to share with your own children, which is your own emotions? What peace do you have to make? What harmony do you have to make within yourself? You have to make harmony within yourself, and then you have to make harmony with your family. You have to make harmony with everyone around you. Says the Lubavitcher Rebbe, in 1962, that the real essence of mitzvah sukkah is to create harmony in the world, to create peace in the world, to create peace with everybody and everything around you, which is the essence of sukkah. And one word is to know that everybody, every citizen, every citizen, you understand, every single person, every simple person in the Jewish nation, the essence of the holiday is that every Jew should know that all Jews deserve to sit in one sukkah, equal. Equal but different, but equal in the sense that every person sitting in that sukkah knows that his other friend who's sitting there is not complete without him. And whose job is that? Your friend is sitting near you. He has to know. He has to know that your mitzvah of sukkah, your essence of life, your way of living is not complete without him. Not that you have to make him know it. That he should feel good. And that you should feel good. That's wonderful. But that doesn't touch peace. That doesn't touch harmony. You have to know it because this is the truth. And you have to be fulfilled, fulfilled with that truth. You have to be internalized with that truth. You have to be in harmony with that truth. And when you're in harmony with that truth, you'll be able to make it your life's mission. That everyone around you knows that they're giving you more than you're giving them. And when everybody around you knows that they're giving you more than you're giving them, then there is harmony in the world. And that is the secret of this letter. Understand why we're spending so much time in this letter. We can learn this letter every single day of our life and it will be the most meaningful life in the world because this is the essence. When we say Torah was given to make Shalom, this is the essence of the whole entire Torah. You understand? The Holy Balatanya says, that what is the meditation that I must have on Sukkot? The meditation that I must have on Sukkot is that God provided for me a sukkah that when it was scorching heat, 120 degrees, in the desert, when we left Egypt and we had nothing, God gave me everything. You know what He gave me? He gave me the cloud of glory which He wrapped us around in that cloud like a child who's born is wrapped in a handkerchief that strengthens his organs. And the moment the Jewish people came out of Mitzrayim, they were naked. They had nothing. They had no clothing. They had no money. They had no food. They ran out with some matzah. And they had nothing. And God wrapped them up in this cloud. He wrapped them in this cloud. And this cloud gave them everything. This cloud of glory. God's glory. He wrapped them in His own glory. 
Like the Svasama says, when you when you put on tzitzis, you have to always, when you put on a talus, you have to always imagine being wrapped in God's glory because a talus is similar to a sukkah. Because the fundamental essence of talus is the sukkah, having the sukkah every single day. Which is to be, you say that you are being surrounded in God's light. That's how this nation was born. Do you understand? We were plucked from the belly of the Mitzrayim, the Mitzrayim of the Egyptians. And we were wrapped in a cloud of God's light, God's glory. And this is not only spiritual, this is a physical thing. Which means for 40 years, the Jewish people had nothing. But they had everything. Everything because they were wrapped in God's glory. But not everything spiritually. Everything physically they had. They had air conditioning. 40 years, doesn't matter which heat they were in. They had that the clouds flattened all the mountains and killed all the scorpions and protected them from every type of negative environment. That means man, animal, any type of environment, mineral kingdom, vegetable kingdom, animal kingdom, human kingdom, anybody who tried to harm them, you're wrapped in my clouds of glory. And that is your currency. That is your life. That is your prosperity. Every other nation has to create a currency. They work years until we see if it's successful. Right? Dubai looks like a tremendous successful country, but it's in the infancy. It's a borrowed country. The country is, has no, makes no sense. But the Jewish nation, this foundation of the country, the foundation of the Jewish nation was not its land. Its land was its gift that you were given many years later. The foundation of this nation was that you were plucked from the Mitzrayim and you were given your own inheritance. You know what that inheritance was? That was the clouds of glory. And the clouds of glory brought down the mon, your food, and it grew your clothing. The Jewish people never got new clothing. The clothing grew with them, and it was cleaned. They had a cleaners. It protected them because it was also their clothing. It was what they ate internally, their prosperity, their food. It brought them the mon. It was their clothing, and it was their home which is the primary point of sukkahs, that you walk into a sukkah because to understand that you're home. What do you think? How are you going to make a dwelling place for God if you don't understand that God wants a home in this world and you want a home in this world because you mimic God. But what type of home is that? A home where I had a bigger house, I'm attached to my furniture, or a home where I understand that the Jewish people, when they walked out of time, they walked into the home. They were ready. They were homeless. They walked into the home. They were wrapped in the cloud of glory. And that cloud is not spiritual only. It's physical. It gave them food, prosperity. It gave them clothing, protection. To allow them to, 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 to express themselves. And it gave them the comfort of a home. It gave them real peace, real harmony. And harmony in the sense that the whole entire world, wherever they were, was insignificant. Because the mountains were flattened. Because the scorpions were killed. Because the enemies were eliminated. And because they were carried. But says the Balatanya that one of the greatest essence, one of the greatest miracles of the, of the sukkah, of the clouds of glory, was that it protected you from 120 degree heat. And you were able to sit in the shade. If you ever went on vacation, the greatest energy, the greatest harmony that a person can experience when he's present on vacation when he's on a beach looking at the blue water that resembles the infinity of heaven, that resembles God's throne, which is why the greatest moment in a person's life is to reach the moment of being at peace with the world when he's on a beach looking at the blue water. Because that's what we experience with tzitzis, we experience with the sukkah. 
the most similar thing that we can have to experiencing the clouds of glory is one moment of time to be at harmony with the world. Because the Torah tells us that all the pleasures in this world don't equal to one moment of Gan Eden. And the one moment of Gan Eden is to discover what does it mean to be one moment in God's sukkah. And all the pleasures of Gan Eden don't equal to one moment of living life in this world. What type of life? Not the physical life of being on the beach, but the physical life of being connected to your creator of the world, of realizing that to choose Torah mitzvahs, tshuva, maizim toivim is the core of your life. But the Holy Balatanya says something magical. He says that the kavona, according to the Torah, what is the kavana that you have to have in mitzvah sukkah? Not only all the things that we just said about sukkah, which is mandatory, but he says the real kavana that you have to have is that God made for you a cloud of glory. Not just clouds, but a cloud of glory. What's a cloud of glory? A cloud of glory is the greatest moment that you could have in your physical lifetime, which is to be on the beach, so to speak, and to be in 120 degree heat, but to have shade. To have shade. People who have money and they go on the beach, they're able to pay money to be able to sit in the shade. And that is the greatest thing, to look at the water and the shade is the greatest pleasure that a man can experience. Where does that come from? Where did the Balatanya get this from? So there's many explanations in the physical, but the real place where he got it from is because the Balatanya always revealed the soul of every mitzvah. You know what the soul of mitzvah sukkah is? It sounds funny. Everybody learns sukkah a little bit differently. There's so many elements of sukkah. Why would he say that the whole entire Laman Yaidu Daraschem? Why does he learn that the meditation that I'm going to have to have tonight when I go into the sukkah is that God made me be able to sit in the shade when it was so hot? Really? What about the fact that he gave me food, prosperity, clothing? What about all the other things that we just said? That's also important. That's what you have to meditate on. But why is to be fulfilled the commandment you have to think about the shade? So... In order for that, we got to go to the soul, to the core, to the DNA of the mitzvah. Mitzvah sukkah didn't come one day. Mitzvah sukkah came from Avraham Avinu. Because the Medr says, why did I give this commandment? Why did I give you this beautiful mitzvah of sukkah? Because Avraham Avinu, he had a tent. No, the sukkah is not like the tent. But besides for the tent and besides for the food and besides for the amazing things that Abraham Avinu did to all the people that were in the desert, he said, sit in the shade underneath the tree. He gave them the most deepest feeling of harmony, the deepest feeling of peace to make a person comfortable in your own home. is the greatest sense of peace. And to give the person a moment of tranquility, of harmony, he didn't just invite them and he didn't just give them expensive food in the desert, but he actually said, but I want you to enjoy it under the shade. I want you to, I want you to experience glory. Glory means to be royalty. Royalty means that it's not just a meal. It's a meal in royalty. And Hashem said, because you didn't just give kindness. You didn't just give kindness, but you gave kindness with mefaisoi. You actually gave them to feel what it means to be in the shade and to eat in the heat. To experience vacation. 
That's mefaiso. Mefaiso means not just to have a scrumptious meal, but it means to feel at peace, at harmony, to feel no different. You know, when you invite someone in your home, you don't make him own, own your home. You give him as much as comfort as possible. Avraham Avinu went to the deepest extreme. He gave them shade. Sit underneath the tree. Be relaxed. Spread yourself out. You're on vacation over here. That feeling was magical feeling. That was way above and beyond what a person has to usually do. But Hashem told them, your grandchildren, you did it. This I will. They merit the mitzvah of sukkah for this, that they sat under the shade. And from over here, the Balatanya gets the idea that sukkahs, is God promising the Jewish people that you will sit in the shade? Do you understand? If you become a charitable nation, you get, that's the mitzvah. The mitzvah of sukkah is charity. The mitzvah of sukkah is understanding the merit of charity. It's one tiny deed of one man, Avraham Avinu, to give compassion, to give heart, to be in harmony with, 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 all, with the whole world, which means to look at another person, a stranger, feed him, but then tell him, be at home in my home, but sit under the shade. Experience that. We might think this is a trivial thing, but this merited the mitzvah of sukkah for your grandchildren. This, the clouds of glory. There's clouds and then there's clouds of glory, says the Balatanya. There's clouds of glory. Glory means to have harmony, to have peace, to have comfort, to be in a state, a magical state. And this is the most amazing idea of mitzvah sukkahs. And that's why all the holy rabbis would splurge money out of sukkahs. Because if you want to come into sukkahs and you want to feel at one with God, at harmony with God, you have to understand every citizen of the Jewish nation should sit in one sukkah because that was the essence of Avraham Avinu. He tried to make the whole world feel this. And Hashem said, therefore you merit the mitzvah of sukkah. What, what do you merit? You know what they merited? They didn't just merit the mitzvah of sukkah like we have it today. When they got the Torah, they merited sukkah to protect them. They merited the clouds of glory, protected them for 40 years. Because of that kindness of making people feel like they're glorious. They're in a glorious vacation spot. And you treat people like that. And Hashem says, Your grandchildren will live like that for 40 years. I could bring them into the nation differently. I could bring them into the, straight into the land. But I brought them straight into the, into the cloud of glory. I wanted them to experience glory. Glory means to be in the desert, but to feel like a king. Why? Because Abraham Avinu brought them into the desert and he meant to feel like a king. How did he do it? Tachas. Sit under the shade. There was wonderful things that Avraham Avinu did. You understand how the Balatanya, you go into the crux of Mitzvah Sukkah. Mitzvah Sukkah is not about feeding. Yes, there was the mon. It was not about giving clothing. Yes, Avraham Avinu did that. It was not about coming into the house. Avraham Avinu did that. It was the glorious energy of compassion, of harmony. To make a person feel like royalty in the desert, I will make your grandchildren feel like that for 40 years. And now we merit the mitzvah of sukkah, says the Holy Rambam, that we bring in all of our prosperity. Mitzvah sukkah is for everlasting. You want to know how you're going to have his mansab chaseinu the whole year? You're going to become wealthy because Rosh Hashanah was decided. You're going to become wealthy because Yom Kippur was sealed. But you want to know why? You're going to live in my cloud. You're going to live, the, the wealth comes from me. But it's all a reward from Abraham. Avraham Avinu, because he made the whole entire world feel the harmony 
of God. He understood. He said, I am serving. People could understand. You're making me feel like I'm on vacation in the desert. I don't even know you. And Avraham Avinu said, says the Holy Balatanya Lukuditur, Avraham Avinu said, Does God know me? Does He owe me anything? He gives me everything. You know how humble I become from this? You understand? Quintessentially humble. I, he became so humbled, he felt the overflow of, of, of Shefa, of, of, of material and spiritual wealth, that he couldn't stop but cheer it. He's in, in, in such a humble state. And says the Holy Balatanya, this is the essence of mitzvah sukkahs. This is the essence of going into your home. How are you going to go into your home after Yom Kippur? Matzi Yom Kippur, you have to start building the sukkah. You have to start to understand the transient nature of your life. You have to start to understand the essence of sukkahs, the essence of your life. You think your life is that what somebody could give you? That's not the core of this nation. Lekei Avram means Avram Avinu. Who is Avram Avinu? The moment that he got anything, he said, "How? why is God giving it to me? It, it humbled him. It, and he ran to give to another person. And because and you understand the energy of sukkahs is a radical different energy. It's an energy that's the energy of your home. Now you're going to go into your home, you're going to build your home, your beautiful, magnificent home, and you're going to understand there's a different energy. The different energy is the energy of Avram. To make every person around me, including the world, including the world, the non-Jewish world, everybody always know, the Baal Shem Tev lived like this, that they are giving you more than you're giving them. That is real harmony. That's what Avraham Avinu, that's the essence of this mitzvah, and you have to meditate on it. And that's why your person has to run before he comes to mitzvah sukkahs. He has to run to share with other Jews. Because how is he going to come into the sukkah and say, we are all roi leishem v'sukkah achas? How is he going to be a father who's going to understand the essence of chinuch? And this is what we explained the other day. What is the essence of chinuch? What is the essence that they should all know that we sat in the sukkah. And that's what I said yesterday. I want to read word for word what the Holy Friedrich Rebbe says, the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe says. Because the goal of this year is 30 minutes, but we could talk for 30 years. But the goal is to at least get the nucleus of the energy of the Balatanya. What's the nucleus of a father and a son? Abraham Avinu was the father, he was the forefather. I'm going to walk into the sukkah, most people are parents. And if they're not parents, they're children. But if you're not, if you're a child, you can also understand the essence of being a, what a father is, and then you understand what your job is to your parent. What is everyone's job when it comes to mitzvah sukkus? What is the job? The job is the job of chinuch, says the Holy Friedrich Rebbe. These are his words translated in English. A child needs to know that he his he is his parents' comfort and treasure. You understand? He says, all a child needs to know is this. He says these words, this is all and everything else is additional. When you tell your child, don't do like this and don't do like that, that's a complete mistake. Unless when you tell him that, your brain and heart and soul is riddled, is filled with this idea that your child, your obligation is one obligation and one obligation only. That your child should know that he is your nechama, he's your comfort and he is your treasure. If your child is doing something horrific and you will not be able to convey to your child this, then you miss the boat and he's not going to listen to you. Now, of course, if he's hitting your sister or she's, she's doing something wrong, of course, you have no choice. If it's hurting them, you have no choice to stop it. 
But God forbid that you should forget this core because then you have lost the entire sense of chinuch. The entire sense of chinuch is one mission and one mission only. This is what the previous Lubavitcher ever writes. That he is your comfort, she is your comfort and your treasure. And that's why you have to hug them like you never saw them before. Because they have to know this every minute. And then he says the same is true for children. Their entire joy and wealth are their parents. A child has to know that. How is a child going to know that if you don't make them know it? They're always going to mimic you. They, your job is to do it first. They need to constantly think about this. They means the father and the children, the mother and the children. And this is the truest connection between children and parents. And the entire family. And then, and then once we, a family is riddled with this, is full of this, lives with this, and then the entire family are the most fortunate and luckiest people in the world. You understand what that means? That is the essence of Sukkot. That is the essence of chinuch. That is the essence of a teacher and a student. You think you're here to teach knowledge to your students? That's a complete mistake. Your idea is to teach the students that they are going to be the teachers one day. And they already could be the teachers. So when you look at your children, and you do the exact same thing that Yaakov Avinu told Yosef, that my father's blessing is going to be filled in you, you're going to be the king. That's the real chinuch. Because when a father makes a child know that they are their treasure and their comfort, the child believes in themselves to become a father, holistic, a harmonious father. And the father has to look at the child now like that. And that is the essence of mitzvah sukkah, that is the essence of marriage. To look at every person around, to look at your spouse and to recognize your spouse is giving you so much more than you're giving them. That is the essence of all harmony. To fully grasp that, to fully live with that. That is a life that's full of harmony. And that is the essence of what he's explaining in this parak. The essence of what he's explaining in this parak is the essence of mitzvah tzedakah. Is the essence of mitzvah sukkah. Which is to look all around you. And to identify with Avraham Avinu. Avraham Avinu was so humbled by the charity that God gave him. And therefore he wanted to share it with everybody. And therefore he looked at everybody that everybody's giving him so much more. Because he doesn't even deserve from God. And in that space he gave people to sit underneath the tree. He gave them to sit in the shade. And God said, your shade, you will be in vacation. You will, have a, you will be a prosperous nation. You will have glory. You will have comfort. Remember this letter, what I just read from the Friedrich Rebbe? Comfort and treasure. To make a child know that he's your comfort and your treasure. Because Avraham Avinu gave that gift to strangers. And that is to be at harmony with the world. To be at harmony with the world is to, to convey this message. And this is the ultimate message a teacher has to convey to his students. A father has to convey to his children. A husband has to convey to his wife and the wife to the father, to the husband. This is the ultimate harmony. Then you are the luckiest family in the world. Then you have everything. You have true harmony in the home. You have true shalom bias. And that is the essence of the energy of building a Jewish home. That is the essence of the energy of Yom Kippur. That is the essence of the energy of true harmony in life, with this joinder, with this, each one is here for the other one, and get so much more from the other one. And that is the essence of what he's trying to convey in this parak.